This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show down at Madurk. You're at npr.nz am We talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. Plus, we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back on a uh, Teams Champs edition of Doing It in the Dirt. Yeah, this was all pretty gutted about last weekend's meeting being rained off of, over on Miani. Yeah, I was probably more gutted that I actually just didn't get to catch up with the Poms. I'm not fussed about the racing. <laughs> I wasn't fussed about the racing. It's just more catching up with the boys yeah. while making the most of their um, time sure. over here. Yeah, yeah but um, no, nah, never mind. We'll get into it this weekend, that's for sure. Yep, we sure yep. will. Big weekend this weekend. And to talk about the uh, NZ Superstock Teams Championship, Bruce Robertson. We've managed to pry you away and, I guess, give you a bit of a break. <laughs> uh, good afternoon. Yes, I probably really don't need a break. There's been breaks, breaks, breaks and more breaks. So <laughs> there's always something that needs to be sorted. So, yep, that's all right. We'll 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 get there and we're nearly there. Yep, nearly there. Now, um, big build-up, obviously, uh, the track crew's been going at it and, of course, the there had to be a fence put up uh, this time around for, uh, for after the football and all right. sorts is going on. Oh, yeah, there's... There's been a fair bit of pressure there, all right. It's, um, you know, you've got to get all the corporate and the VIP set up and the, uh, on turn two there. And there's just, and the camping, of course, you've yep. got to mark out the field where all the campsites are and signage for the gates and where people come in. And then there's the, um, around the embankment so that people get an idea of where they're supposed to be. It's pretty hard when you've got, you know, Block J on your um, ticket and row row seven or something, <laughs> and seats forty two. Well, where the hell do you go when <laughs> yep, there's, yep, when there's um, yep. ten thousand more of them out there, sort of thing? So uh, yeah, we've it, it's a huge job, and what a great event at the end of it all, though. Oh, exactly. Even down to the finer details. I saw the boys out there yesterday with a uh, paintbrush and painting the wall and re- repainting the, the logos on the wall and then they had the stencil out for the NZ signs and it's just every little bit of fine detail, isn't it? Yeah, people just don't realise how much work goes into it. Pucking those guys are just, just incredible. I mean, last night we were worried about getting the T-shirts here. They've been delayed a few days. Uh, we bring them in from... Uh, United States, they get printed over there, the team's T-shirts, they're a top-quality shirt. And, of course, with all the flight delays, the national flight mm, delays, yeah. they were slow getting here, and uh, they did arrive at FedEx uh, yesterday afternoon. So pack hopped on the first flight and <laughs> headed to Auckland and picked up a, a Nissan van, loaded all the cartons <laughs> in and <laughs> drove back overnight. So it just shows you, that, well, otherwise, it, you know. Yeah, wasn't gonna yeah, get, yeah. you're waiting for couriers. Stuck in, yeah, waiting for couriers. It gets stuck in a warehouse somewhere in Auckland and you can't get the things out. So he um, managed to get them out of FedEx and come on straight down with them. So. The little things you don't think yeah. of. Everyone just goes and buys a T-shirt. And it just shows how much hard work went into getting that T-shirt to you, uh, to the table to sell in Palmy. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Now, a uh, bit of a timeline of events too, Bruce. Obviously, we're uh, back in the square this year uh, for the scrutineering, something we missed out on last year because of ANZAC uh, parades and stuff. But uh, back at it this year for the for the scrutineering, which everyone will love. 
Oh, yes, it's a great event there and people just come from everywhere and even people that are not real true Speedway enthusiasts who just want to come and check out the cars and the people and the drivers and get, get some uh, signatures on some bits of paper and that sort of thing. It's, uh, it's a great, uh, great atmosphere there and great for the inner city, of course, having all those people milling around and spilling out into the shops, I guess. The, they all add to the economic uh, value that's, that Speedway brings to this city. Yeah, it certainly does. And, of course, um, there's nothing better than a sight of, you know, teams of five superstocks driving down Main Street of Palmerston North as they uh, venture away from their, their where they've been, whether at Brewers or the Cobb or McVeary Crawford or various places for the um, that sponsor them, you know, driving down through the lights and parking up next to Joe Bloggs as they cruise down to the square. <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah, they're... Um yeah, they're a, they're a great sight, aren't they? Those super stocks when they're out on the track and out on the roads, even. So, but they shouldn't do too much of that. But hey, <laughs> it's all part of the part, part of the of big the event, it's part yeah. of the show, and the and yeah. the, the public of Palmy love it. Um, Just going back to the scrutineering, it's we're the dependent that is going to be in the square. Eh? Yes, we've been told by the council that it depends on uh, how much rain there is on the grass areas. We, of course, we can't take the big yep. trucks and buses onto the grass if it's um, if it's too wet. It'll depend on how much rain we've had, and if that's the case, we're looking at perhaps transferring it through to uh, the pits and yep. at the track there. And uh, scrutineering at the square will start at around twelve thirty. Gets underway, and uh, with 14 teams, of course, we're going to have to send some of them back to the track a little bit earlier. So the first couple of groups, two or three groups that come through, will be sent back towards yep. the track there, down Main Street and down uh, Cook Street into the into the arena there. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to say with uh, with that many teams, so be there uh, nice and early at 12:30 if you so you don't miss out on your team because yeah. they're going to sort of just drip on in and no particular order, do they? No, they just um, yeah, they just come in, and the sooner they get in and get scrutinised, and they can go. <laughs> the sooner they can go and relax a little bit and uh, get ready for the big countdown, and then they'll be going uh, the driver signing. I suppose that's yep. the the next thing that they're going to have to do. Yep, three forty-five. It is quite a big day though for them, eh? Starting like some of them are starting at like nine, nine o'clock in the, in the morning or something, right through till what times kick off six o'clock. So it's quite yeah. a big day, eh? Yeah, depending on what are they doing at 9 o'clock, though. They'll still be having breakfast. And <laughs> oh, yeah, some teams have got displays yeah. where they've got to have yeah. their cars oh, and yeah. meet and greets and right, sponsor, sure. yeah, sponsor, sponsor yeah, commitments sure. and mm. bits and pieces. And yeah. it's That's the whole professionalism of it these days, isn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You don't just turn up at the track at 6 o'clock and go racing yeah. anymore. No, no, there's, there's so, more to it than that. There certainly is. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the driver signing session, 3.45 in the Barber Hall for that signing session, and that's um, that just gets bigger and bigger every year with the fans now that they realise, you know, they can uh, they don't have to go and bug the drivers at their trailers. They can get them all at one spot, <laughs> yeah. all uh, 84 of them this year round. So that'll be quite cool for them. But um, it's going to be a, a big one. Drivers meeting uh, at 5.15, so we won't see them for a wee bit, but Grand Parade starts at 6, and that's a spectacle on its own. Yep. Yeah, we might get that drivers meeting underway a bit closer to 5, I think, so that, you know, they've got a bit of time to get back and... Get ready for that grand parade. Yep, that uh, will be uh, be very good. And obviously, uh, now 
the camping side of things, is all that still uh, able to be, you just turn up on the day with that, you don't you? You just turn up on the day, yes, and uh, come in through Pascal Street at the far end of, I think it's Gate 5, but it's the old Rainbow Stadium if you yep. come in yep. there beside the Marist Club Rooms. If you're there early enough on Friday, you can't get until five, uh, 10 o'clock Friday morning. But there is a little bit of room in the Marist um, car park there. But ideally we'd prefer people not to turn up until 10 o'clock and the gates are open because next thing we have uh, vehicles blocking queued ways, up yeah. down the Pascal Street blocking people's driveways and driving on grass verges and just being a general pain in the butt to the to the residents around the arena there. Yep. So it's uh if you're staying Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's hundred and fifty dollars a camper van, motorhome, caravan or tent and uh if you're arriving after or Saturday after and just staying Saturday, Sunday it's a hundred dollars. But there's all the details of course on the uh Palmy website pnspeedway.co.nz about the um camping. Now the parking though you're still doing the railway land parking? The railway land will be available for parking, yes. Well, I guess that's subject to it not yep. being too wet again, but yep. I don't think the council are so concerned about um, a little bit of damage out there or if there's going to be any. So, yeah, it would be a good place to grab a park and it's only a block and, you know, yep. two or 300 metres and you're at the track. Yep, yep, in yep. those camping. Is there VIP parking anywhere, Bruce? There is a very limited parking. I think it's $20 a car yes. coming in. must be near that um, Cook Street entrance, I believe, or yep. in Pascal Street. Yep. There yep. you can come off, and, but only only a limited number. Yep. yep. And, of course, uh, if you are camping away, then the Marish Club Rooms have actually got a, a nice, decent breakfast deal going on as well. So there's plenty of hungry campers out there if, uh, keen for a feed. But, um, Bruce, let's have a quick chat on the draw. We've done the draw um, Sunday there and um, it shaped up to be a very good one. It and as usual, it's always it's already become the talk of the the uh, the, the event. Oh right, oh well, I I haven't heard too much talk about it. Most people are saying, hey, it's pretty fair. There's not many. Well, there's not many teams these days that are <laughs> a soft team yeah. or a team that you'd think, well, that's a that's a pushover team. But they're they're all tough, experienced teams. So. Um, We'll just wait and see. The business will be done on the track. It's oh, for not, sure. Not yep. done on the on the keyboards or <laughs> yep. at the pub or anything like that. It's when it comes to the business, it's out there on that track. I think it's one of the uh, even closest draws we've had in a long time. When you look at the balance of teams, if you if you had to rank them, I think they're pretty much racing against those that are sort of ranked pretty near them. But I mean, uh, it's pretty cool too. I, I just saw that. The Hawks Bay Hawkeyes and Bay Park Busters race on a leaking. They're actually going to put the Battle of the Bays trophy on the line. It hasn't been competed for for about three years. Oh, really? So they're going to put the Battle of the yeah. Bays trophy up for uh, for grabs on that one. And then race two, Waikato Wanderers and British Lions, two teams that are Turning making teams. their back, way back to team champs face off against each other. So, you know, the rest of them obviously self-explanatory, but those two races in particular be quite cool with the, the trophy on the line and the two returning teams. It's uh, it's great to have Waikato back and even better to have the Poms back. Absolutely amazing. The Poms, we haven't had them for three years. They've been wanting to come every year, but the COVID restrictions have stopped them. They've made plans to come and then found at the last minute that just won't work won't because work. of the COVID restrictions that keep cropping up. And, and of course, the Waikato Wanderers, what a... What an awesome event to be able to have have them at it and be cowbells ringing all around town. <laughs> but we'll 
we can put up with that just to have them back here. Yes, certainly. It's really, really neat to have that, that group of guys from, from up the Waikato, from the Huntley track. Yep. yep. Yep, it's going to be massive. 14 teams races on the first night. The top four on points overall qualify through to the major semifinals. Uh, five, six, seven, eight to those minors. But they can still finish that third spot. They can end up in third spot, yeah. The, the next uh, five, six, seven and eight, they can go go up as high as uh, third spot. Cool. They can't win it, but um, that's for those guys that, Managed for tier one, I suppose you call it, and then there's tier two, which is five, six, seven, and eight. Yep, yep. No. And then there'll be consolation races and uh, on the s- Sunday night and uh, some sidecar racing as well. There's about 14 sidecar teams coming, and they've been putting on some great racing yes. this season. Very close, and not a lot of difference between them, and very fast and. Very dangerous. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> awesome. Uh, keeping on the uh, hint, keeping on the ninety-seven bike, Mike Zahn and Ben Franklin. They are absolute weapons. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Um, just quickly, too, I did forget the gates open for the public at three o'clock. Three over o'clock. The yes, bridge. that's when you can start coming in. Um, and most people, have, of course, have reserved seats. There are still a few actually reserved seats available. Nothing in the grandstand, of course, but. Um, There'll be still something uh, out there in the on the embankment, and uh, otherwise, if you get a GA, it, GA doesn't. You can buy that at the gate if you want to, but it doesn't guarantee you a seat. People need to realise that. If you want a guaranteed seat, you buy yourself a, a reserve seat ticket because uh, there's only a certain number of uh, walk-ins that yep. we can accommodate, and not all of them are going to be able to get a seat. The the bottom row all the way around is uh, available for for GAs. That's the track, the yep. road yep. closest to the track. You might get a bit of dirt and dust in your face, but if you don't <laughs> mind that, you've got yourself a seat anyway, and you're right amongst the action. Beauty, beauty. Have we miss anything up, Chris? <clears throat> no, not from Palmy. No, but um, we, we'll touch on the uh, the Auckland weather. Bruce, how's your tracks coping up there? Uh, one track's okay. Waikaraka should be okay for the following weekend. We've got the uh, St- North Island street stocks there, 41 entries for wow. that. No, Unbelievable. Yep. They've just all come to the party. Uh, we're running a demolition derby, which was cancelled from a week or so back, and uh, it'll be a, be a great night there at, at Waikaraka. Is, um, is that going to be a double night? Or and we've got the, and the Ollie Brown <clears throat> super stocks as well, so... It'll be a uh, it'll be a great event. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, as for Western Springs, <laughs> a total disaster. Unfortunately, uh, the f- water went right through there, um, and there's they were about to have a concert the following day. Yeah. And the porter comms were all floating everywhere, and then the portaloos was floating everywhere. Oh, there's wow. portaloos everywhere on their side and upside down, um, and. There's also a couple of big sinkholes that have developed in the oh, one wow. in the pit area, so the council is saying until an engineer uh, gets the bottom of them, I suppose, or gets the study <laughs> as to what, what's actually going on there, um, people are not even allowed into the into the zone. So oh, wow. the Ponsonby Club Rooms, which is the big building there, that's um, that's had water through it and it's been red stickered. So. None of those facilities can be used. It's just a, an absolute disaster, and uh, who knows when we'll be running uh, Western Springs again. With, of course, 
the fences down because of the because of the um, concert. So we've got to get that back up again. But of course, you just can't get on site until such time as the, it's been inspected. And of course, wow. the engineers will be tapped out with far more important things than yes. worrying about a, a stadium at Western Springs. So uh, it's probably just wait and see what's going to happen. We'll get a better idea once this rain stops and Auckland can start getting back to a bit of normality. Yep. But what a what a tragedy for that city, the the rain and, and the way that it's... Um, I think we all better get our V8s out of the sheds and... Um, get some pollution out there so we can get some global warming because at the moment it's uh, all these electric cars are causing all sorts of problems. Well, the only problem is the electric cars are sorting at the moment is they can't move because they're, they're all water damaged. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bruce, um, hopefully Waikaraki um, can keep tracking along, obviously, and yes. Western Springs, they can find out uh, what's going on there underground and, and uh, safen that up for you in time, but otherwise, let's uh, let's get the show on the road with team champs. That's the big one, and we're looking forward to it. What a great event! Every year, it gets more exciting, or seems to. You know, you yeah. just keep uh, keep wishing that uh, you could have it every weekend, but of course, <laughs> it's, it's not to be done. Yeah. Cool as Bruce, we'll see you at the track sometime. Thank you. Well, that there is Bruce Robertson there, Chris, and uh, mate, he will be uh, be pumped to have team champs back this weekend. Uh, in, in February too Yeah definitely And the scrutineering in the square Yeah Gotta hopefully. love that Yeah mate that's it Hey uh, we talked to Well I kind of figured out We talked to Ethan last week About the 240s And we talked to Ewan About what's happening this weekend So that's two out of the four seated So we thought Well what we'll do is We'll just talk to a couple more And we've got it all covered So we thought uh, Let's talk to AJ Axtons From the Rotorua Rebels How you going mate? Yeah good thanks mate Good Good, thanks, fellas. Appreciate the old phone call. Good Mate, it's good. Normally it's <laughs> nice just jumping on the computer and uh, checking out your beautiful smile there, bro, but we're, uh, we're over the phone tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mate. I don't know about beautiful, but I'll take <laughs> <laughs> Your missus said I had to say that just to keep you happy. Um, yeah, I know, too. I should probably page you, too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey, do we still call you the defending champions? Well, it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a tricky one, eh? But um, yeah, hey, I mean, we'll take it. Uh, I suppose uh, on paper or on the on the back of the trophy, we are the last ones to uh, to win it. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll take it um, if that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I I didn't actually because the trophy's in the office. Chris, did you notice if the rebel sticker's still actually on the trophy? I'm not too sure. <laughs> I can't probably, remember. I think it's been removed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hope not. Leave it on me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might have to go and pinch the trophy back and set it on your cars on uh, on the first night, or I'll see what I can do, eh? But hey, yeah, I reckon, I reckon that's important. We've got a few uh, big rotor supporters, big merry jokers, and they're marching to go grab it. So uh, good luck <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Send in the heavy artillery, mate. Send in the heavy yeah. artillery. Send in the big guns. That's it. Hey, let's run for your team. Obviously, you've got yourself in the team. You've got Mig. You've got Alan McRobbie, you've got Brent and Dale Stewart, and Damien's in as the sixth driver this year. Um, that's unchanged from last year's lineup in the way of the uh, the starting five. Um, that's obviously was a, a bit of a plan, was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, last year obviously we we took. Uh, I mean, after we won that final, Ellsworth then went on and expanded his business and sold his cars. Yep. Therefore, opportunity um, started up and. And the depth we have in Rotorua is getting deeper and deeper. So the team we took last year, we um, 
we believed that the depth was still there and, and, and you know, the fire was still burning for a lot of those drivers. And then obviously, <coughs> excuse me, Damien uh, Orr has, has put his name back up for the Rebels and, and inconsistency in driving. He's, he's a hell of an asset to our team and, and long may it continue. But, uh, yeah, between the management um, and selectors, it was it was their decision. And Big uh, went, obviously, really well at the 240s. Yeah. Um, and, and so the team was picked. And um, But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just... a. a um, Shows the depth of, of drivers coming through Road Run now to have Damien Orr as our sixth driver. So, um, yeah, hey, without a doubt, no doubt he'll get his chance um, soon enough and, and we'll, we'll keep pushing forward. No, exactly. It's a bit like the, um, I know for different reasons, but William being the sixth driver for the Panthers, it just shows these days there's a good squad of uh, six drivers out there, realistically. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it shows right over the board. And, and having that sort of depth and, and keeping the team honest as well, you know, like having a good bunch of roosters, but having quality on the sideline um, ready to go is really puts pressure on those five to really perform. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Have, have they had a get together yet? Uh, yeah, we have. Yeah, we've had a few team meetings just in Rotorua there. So, um, yeah, we've had a few get togethers, a few meetings, and um, just to sit down. And, and I mean, most of us hang out. Um, off track as well, yep. which is uh, which is quite cool. But um, as an, a, a team group environment, yeah, we've had a few meetings and rode at the track and and just talked about the process. And, and um, you know, we start again and we we try and qualify and get through get through those first two races on the first night with uh, with maximum points. Yeah, so one. Let's have a bit, a bit of a look at the team because obviously, like you mentioned, Mig done bloody wow. awesome at the two forties. Uh, managed to qualify. Hit, really had his elbows up in qualifying and yeah. and was pressing on bloody good in that uh, in that finals as well. He's uh, he's come out and, and absolutely hauling this season, isn't he? Yeah, he is, and he and he's super consistent in our Rotorua club nights too. Him and Lyle seem to have that top gear car going going really really well. So yeah, I, I was really stoked with him. Um, to, to do well there, and, and so obviously everyone knows the calibre of drivers at the 240, so to qualify um, just for the finals is, is something in itself, but to, to qualify at the top of his group as well was, mm. was, a, was a hell of a milestone for him. Yeah, it certainly was. And then uh, obviously the, the Stuart boys, Brent Stewart, I haven't really seen what he's done in the in the Super this year, obviously he qualified through for the uh, New Zealand Stock Car Finals though. Yeah, yeah, I see he shot up there and jumped in uh, Mike Hubert's car, I yeah. believe, and yeah, that guy, you could chuck him in a billy cart or anything, and he would go, go very well, eh? So, um, yeah, those both of those Stuart boys, um, I mean, they, they talk for themselves. They, um, but we haven't obviously done that much racing with, with the amount of rain out this season, but, um, yeah, certainly when it comes to those big shows, those boys can um, pull something out of the bag that, you know, leaves people amazed. So, yeah, they, they really cemented their spot on the team, and it's, it's awesome to have them in there. Well, well Brent was kind of the... Well, because he came in as sixth drive, was it sixth drive a couple of years for Steiny. And then yep, um, yep, right. was the was the rabbit out the hat when you guys won the event? Yeah, yeah, he certainly was. Eh? He um, he did. He came down and, and I think he done hot laps and jumped inside his car after he got sore. I think on night one, um, but didn't manage to get a race in it. Yeah. Um, and then I believe he was a sixth driver in Huntley for us um, two years ago, not the one that just got. Yep. Camp, yep. the one before it, and um, he jumped in for MIG. That's right. And he actually jumped on MIG's car, never driven it before, I actually only had second gear, he didn't have first gear, and he went and won the race against the Panthers, so I mean, that's big volumes, eh? <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a weapon, he's a machine. You don't have to rub that one in, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon, no, that's actually the first time that um, I've been involved in the Rebels, and um, 
that we had bet the Panthers and I wasn't even racing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the key, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, they just dropped me out, eh? That's it. Um, and Dale, of course, obviously, he's chopped and changed his buddy cars enough over the years. I, don't even, I can't even keep up with what he's got got now, but um, is a yeah. Jeremy Sinclair car? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he's, he, uh, he changes his cars like his underwear, that boy, eh? But... Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he sold that, had a sister car to my one and, um, to expand. I think he went and built it. Um, or got a built, sorry, bought a new, uh, property, but bigger and, and, and a place to set up his workshop. And then, um, yeah, he bought Heat Lockhead, um, I think it was a top gear copy. Yeah. Raced that obviously last year and then just sold that recently to the Bay, I believe. And he bought, um, Jeremy Sinclair's, um, yeah, South built car with a CSL in it from Jeremy, um, no, sorry, from Jared Gray. So, uh, yeah, he's in that, and he, and he obviously qualified for the World 240s, and, and he seems to have that thing humming. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Mm. Now, the the biggest change was uh, Skip, oh, Alan McRobbie, and um, yeah. chopping out of the old gorge into one of the uh, the newer gorges from down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought that off Tim Ross. So, um, he, yeah, they, they bought that off them, and he, he's done a few laps in it. He's done two teams races in Rotorua a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, and now these, uh, yeah, I won't give away too much, but he's definitely taking a car down ready to go in uh, Palmy this weekend. And um, Yeah, I mean, he's he's good for a reason, and he performs race and race, um, race and race out, so... Yeah, he's, he's he's an hell of an asset. To, to, I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. To be fair, um, I'll I'll talk to to Alan over the weekend and ask him. But do you, do, you, do you reckon he's adapted to this car better than his old one? Do you, do you as a watching him or on track with him, notice a, a bit something something different about him? Yeah, he's, he's certainly it's it's definitely set up differently. Um, like little teasing things of 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 having the thing on scales, his new gorge being um, down the middle rather than offset. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's he's coming to grips with it, but yeah, there was a, um, a, a few tweaks. Definitely setting that car up was a lot different to his original. Yep, exactly right. Now yourself though, you haven't done a lot of racing, mate. You've been out uh, fishing. You've been on holidays. You've been just living the dream, mate. And you've and you've walked into the rebels, you know, fresh and ready to go. What's up? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We um, we haven't done that much racing this year, to be fair, just with obviously the, the amount of rain out that um, we've had in, in, in the North Island, not just Rotorua. So th- that's really unfortunate. And then, um, yeah, we had a trip to Singapore and uh, with the family for two weeks, which was which was nice, but it was a must needed for the old wife. She um, lets me get away with murder sometimes with the amount of fishing <laughs> trips I do and, uh, and, and obviously Speedway. So, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely some much needed family time. And, we had a great time, and obviously at the live stream the the two forties, which was different, being on the other side of the bleachers. And uh, but yeah, so now we're back into it, and so um, yeah, I'm not too sure the selectors. I suppose that's why they call us drivers and they're the management, you know. So um, if my services were needed, I'll be uh, 150 percent ready to go and wreck some gear. The cars, you, you've obviously had a run in the car this year, and it's obviously uh, parked and ready to ready to rock for teams. Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, we we done opening. We've done uh, we've done a couple in Rotorua. We've done a couple at Bay Park. We we had two teams races in Rotorua. What I was talking about with other boys. So the car's ready to go. It's all been restealed and and engines ready to go. And just finished uh, scaling up tonight. So she's uh, she's all locked and loaded, ready to go for Friday. Yeah, boy. Let's have uh, those teams races you had in Rotorua. You had like uh, the the blue, the red, and the and the outsiders of that team Hunter team. That's it. Team Hunter. Yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, who won that overall in the end? There was I know it was a bit of a friendly, but was in uh, yeah. the Hunters or something, no. didn't they? 
Uh, no, so it was a good night, and, and it's something that I think Rotorua Club are going um, to continue to to try and do, also to, to keep building and getting more races for the Rebels under their belt. So we split into two teams, like you said, red and blue, um, and then the Hunters had a team, which is really cool too, because they're always on the verge, and, and uh, I mean, the knowledge that those guys know about teams racing, mm, yeah. is, um, you know, it speaks for itself. But um, yeah, uh, our, team, um, our team took it out, so it was myself, Oh, I don't want to name names now, actually, because I'm going to bloody forget. Lee, <laughs> Damien, Dale Stewart, and Kalen Clark, who's put his name for for the Group 98R. Oh, beauty. Yeah, my old Westbury. So, yep. yeah, and then obviously they had the other boys and then the Hunter boys. But it was a real cool meeting. It was um, one of those tough ones because, the, you know, it's a friendly, but then what, you know, uh, it's a bit of a hard one to do because what sort of teams race is friendly, you know. Mm. You, you go a bit too friendly and then you get a full noise punt up the backside and then you see red so that nah, was good there was there was obviously gentlemen's agreement there was no wind offs or park shots but um anything else went and that ah, was a good night mate oh beauty beauty that's exactly it need a bit more and it's good having those bit of fun in-house ones as well the old kenny hunter's flying eh he, yeah he is and it's really good for him too you know he's been um, trialing these new cars and and um and trying new things and old things as well and he's actually got put together a package now with a with a bit newer gear and whatnot, and, he, and man, he's hauling, eh? you know, qualifying. Just unfortunately, he had that fuel problem in his mm. carbon in the second race, which was, was such a bummer. But, um, you know, he, he'll keep chipping away, and, um, and it's good to have those boys still in that group. Eh? Yeah, it certainly is, man. Now, for the Rebels, um, obviously, by the time this goes out on Friday, you would have hopefully have cruised down here, or are you, are you cruising down Saturday? We're cruising down Friday. You have all, all team management and everybody, um, we all go down Friday, and... We usually have a bit of a sponsored team dinner on Friday night at the Lone Star there, and um, and then we're there really Saturday morning, you know, a bit of a sleep in, and and, um, and and then go about our day. Yeah, that's for sure. Are you guys going to be on display anywhere this year? Yeah, mate. Yep, we will. We'll be down at uh, Rod Myers. Rod Myers there again at Fast Lane Spears yep. from uh, I believe it's ten thirty to eleven thirty, yep. and he, he he's bloody awesome. He um, opens up everything and. And they get a bit of people down there, barbecues and a bit of, uh, you know, meet and greet and talking to people. So, yeah, we'll have all the cars down there for an hour, hour and a half. So, um, yeah, anyone feels free to come down, come and have a chat with Yeah, beauty. And obviously the, the Rebels uh, trailer, the merch trailer. Yeah, yeah, the merch trailer. Um, that's a big thanks to South Engineering. Mark Osborne down south, he's um, he's been a long Rebel supporter and obviously raced everywhere. So he um, he put together that trailer and it's awesome. Old, um What's his name? Kyle Eston there at King Science yep. picking it up for us. And um, yeah, I tell you what, when you start winning races and championships, people certainly buy the gigs. <laughs> we sold out about <laughs> everything straight away. Eh? Sweet, <laughs> that's the one, bro. Hey, AJ, awesome to have you on. Awesome to uh, take a bit of time out of your team's prep to uh, to have a chat. And um, don't forget to bring some of those uh, the fish down that you've been catching over the over the time, mate. It's, I'm still waiting, <laughs> eh? <laughs> nah, no worries, man. Cheers, buddy, uh, for having us on. And yeah, I'll be bringing, I'll, I'll bring you down to crayfish, mate. Oh, you just make sure that that theme song is up as loud as eight party speakers can go. <laughs> mate, I've tested it out today, and it sounds good out there in the arena. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till there's fourteen thousand people pumping along with it as well to be even better. Yeah, yeah. See you, red mate. But nah, absolutely, champion, man. Cheers for everything you guys do for our sport, and um, yeah, we'll catch up with both of you guys down there for. Uh, for ketchup. Sounds good, AJ. Have awesome. a good one, eh, mate? Champion. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, bro. Have a good one. See you, mate.
Well, that there was AJ Axton's, of course, drives the 14R Superstock for the Rotorua Rebels. And, yeah, mate, we can call them defending champions, I think. Oh, definitely, and they deserve it too. Yeah, they do, they do. It's just good to have the boy on. Yeah. Yeah, he's good sort, AJ. Yeah. And um, no doubt Alan McRobbie will be jealous that we never got him on, so we might have to uh, – I'll make sure I talk to him plenty at the uh, at the square. If they win it, then we can get him on. Oh, of course we can. <laughs> AJ will probably try and get back on for that too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're going to have a real quick break here at Doing in the Dirt. And on the other side, hopefully, we'll be talking with Jaden Ward, but we'll see. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back to Doing It In The Dirt here on NPR, Triple Nine AM, or as most of you are listening to us uh, on Spotify or Apple Play. Right, our last of our seeded teams, we thought we'd talk to uh, the one and only Jaden Ward. How are you, Jaden? Hey, mate, how's things? I'm good. You're good? That's brilliant. You sound absolutely pumped for the weekend. I absolutely am. I've just been to the shop, got my rain jacket. Uh, (laughs) I'm good to go. Sweet. What do you need a range effort for? <clears throat> for the boat race against the Rotorua Rebels in uh, Rosie O'Grady's. Oh, brilliant. AJ reckons yep. they've, uh, they're, they're off to Lone Star, though. No, 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 no. He's, he's coming to Rosie's. <laughs> on, 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 on night two, anyway. On night two. Okay, all right. Yeah. Hey, how's the uh, how's the prep going this year? You've only done, a, well, one and a half meetings this year yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car's still fairly new. Um, we've ironed out the gremlins, fingers crossed. Anyway, uh, car prep's going good. We're just chucking some new dummy bumpers on it and uh, giving it a little bit of a tidy up, bolt check, and just making sure we've got every single spare possible. And yeah, now we're on track, which is good. It's pretty. It's pretty normal for you though to roll out the gate at somewhere like Palmy or Miani for your first hit out, and it, buddy doesn't go to plan and then you turn up at the championship the following week you're still building it on qualifying night fixing from whatever went wrong the week before and then blitz the field make it through and enjoy fun in the finals yeah we seem to always have a streak like that eh, where the car's obviously not ready on time and we're still building it and loading it off the trailer straight onto the track because we're late to late to get there <laughs> but yeah it always comes right when we're at a championship time, and especially teams, you know, we've never really had any failures at nah. these So, hopefully, all the bad luck's gone, and she's on form again. You, you had obviously this is the second year back in that gill. Um, that re- just really suits you down to a T, doesn't it? Yeah, these these, these cars, as you know, have uh, been all I've been in. You know, through the stock car ranks, and yeah. as soon as I went to a super stock, it was a gill. So, there's a couple of years in the gorge. It was very frustrating trying to be at the pointy fields, I just couldn't get it to perform or react like the old Gill cars. Um, funnily enough, though, we won our first team chance in the gorge, Like, <clears throat> but I saw myself more in a blocking role, which that car was pretty good at. Mm. You know, I could take the hits and whatnot down, being in a down-the-middle gorge, but just frustrating that in championships I couldn't get the car going as fast as usual. But yeah, that's how it is. It's a learning point, and... We'll stick with the gills and what we know. Yeah, that's the one that's uh, it's definitely worked for you. Are, are the gills yeah. um, and the gorge real hard to set up? Or two different cars? Like, you know, I know they're two different cars, so they're like real hard to set up, are they? No, they're both easy cars to set up. They're really easy. They're both they're simple as the same, same dynamics, but I run the exact same shocks, exact same springs as I would have on the gill with the exact same cross weight. 
and did did everything exactly the same as I could, and that this wouldn't perform the same. So, geometrically wise, I think uh, it's just a little bit different somewhere in there, and. Well, depth for starters, it's a down the middle car, those yep. gorges. So all the weight transfer is obviously different. Um, yep. and you need someone super smart like Keith to figure it all out, <laughs> get it going right. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, right, let's look at your team because no Malcolm Reed this year. He's off with the uh, M Sport Rally team overseas somewhere and and driving around foreign countries and and stuff like that. So that's pretty fun for him. But um, this year you've got in uh, Scotty Tennant into the team. Yeah, buddy, rope that one in. Um, yeah, unfortunately we've got Malcolm overseas, but work priorities come first and pretty much a dream job for him, so good on him. Um, yeah, we've got Scotty T, who, who's a very good team racer. Every time I've watched him, he's performed and stood out. Um, we are sort of talking about it down in Christchurch. We put the feelers out there to see if anyone else wanted to raise their hand and race for us, but um, with no one having any experience or any stock car, you know, team racing background, there was no one to really bring forward, so we had to start thinking, who are we going to bring in, and there was not really too many super stock guys <clears throat> at the current time that weren't, you know, already in teams or stood out to me, so I was speaking to Malcolm and brought up the idea of a few stock car drivers, and Scotty T was the one that rose to the top, and um, just basically off his experience and what he's done in the past, and we know what he's all capable of. Yep. Hey. I mean, that's um, oh, exactly right. I mean, we've seen him in the All-Stars the year, him and Carl Hodger in the team, and they were both absolute weapons and sort of led that team from the front and both being really young guys as well. And then we saw uh, what he done for the Stratford Scrappers in the um, team up at Auckland Teams Nationals last time with a couple of years back in that uh, semi and even in the final. Yeah, yeah, he is. he's an absolute weapon. and um, I think he'll suit our squad very nicely. And... Um Obviously, he's a, he's a really good thinker too, and that's what we probably what we really want in a driver, someone that can think and use the brain a bit. So, looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the table. Yeah, man, for sure. How did he find the car after having a skid, mate? Um, I think he, he he was on the pace right away. I, yep. I didn't actually get to see his races because we we're I think directly after them. Um, but one of the races he set the quickest lap in the race. I think he came from the back and got fifth. So. I think he dialed in pretty good, yep. um, and that's saying something. He was in probably a big car field up there, so you know, he's one of those natural drivers. I think he can drive anything. Yep. Adapts pretty well, eh? Adapts pretty well. Good thinker, like you said. Um, you've got old Lloydo back as well. You know, he just um, keeps putting his hand up, keeps doing the job that's asked of him. Yeah, he's probably got the best commitment out of all of us to this team. He's Christchurch through and through, loyal as they come, and he will put his car and body on the line no matter what. Um, he put a, he he did an amazing job last year against Stratford and cemented his spot on this team and definitely cemented his spot as a starter. I think yeah. um, he's got plenty of experience, especially in stock cars as well. So yeah, looking forward to lining up with him again. Yeah, of course. And then your your, your mate here, Sauce Daryl Wallace. Now we we saw him in a different car. He got the got a V8 under the bonnet of a, of one of Malcolm's cars this time. Yeah, he's not going to be racing as a glorified stock car anymore. He's in the in the X1 <laughs> of uh, Malcolm Nardi. So it'll be good to see what Sos can pull out with um, some more power under his foot. And uh, he always puts it on the line too. And he's probably got the most experience out of all of us put together um, in this team. So Sos is usually one to watch out for and always puts it on the line. Yeah, we'll miss the little six screaming around, that's for sure, eh? 
Yeah, Wait, yeah the opposition won't be up. able to hear him coming up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ah, good stuff. He obviously got the grips with it pretty good, though. Getting third down there on the weekend. Yep, yep. He was pretty quick. He was um, two tenths off our off my me and Harley Robson were sharing the same lap times, and Soss was next quickest, two tenths behind us. And his very first time in the car, so I think wow. with more laps, he's only going to get better. Yep. Um, that's a credit to Malcolm and his crew for providing such a great car and. Um, Graham Morrison and brand new engine and that and he's usually you know top of the line engine so if him and that car can gel and become one he'll be a threat exactly right I mean it, they're both down the middle his one and Malcolm's one both the same yes yes yep. they were built at the same time so I think they're sister cars actually just obviously different engine yeah yep. yep, exactly and then of course Harley in the tri-rail um, I don't know I think probably a, a redemption team champs too for Harley in some ways yeah, and I think that's the way he's looking at it too. He's, he wants to go out there and prove a lot of haters wrong or prove a lot of people wrong in general. Um, he hasn't had the best um, team champs the last two seasons and you know myself and everyone else um, involved know what he's capable of. So hopefully he's a blinder and he's definitely on the right mindset and I think he, I'm pretty sure he will go out there and do the business. He's obviously um, put a bit of time into racing down there. As you see, we, he didn't come up or withdrew out of New Zealand. Obviously, the weather won that anyway. He might change it for March, but um, he, he didn't do the 240s either. But he's obviously put a lot of time and focus into the into the local racing and just, I guess, refining himself in that car. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of racing. He's built a brand-new stock car this season as well, you see. So I think for a family point of view, it's his brother's, Design chassis, so I've been spending a lot of time making sure that's going good and performing. Um, it's only going to benefit them as a family, um, and obviously with the Superstock as well, he's done <coughs> a lot of racing down south, and he's got that car definitely dialed in. So it's good to get him up here for some fields of cars and compare. But, um, team champs, like I said, he's really focused and determined, so it'll be good. Yeah, beauty man. Who's this? Uh, who's? Oh, is you? How did you find the trail rail when you had a skid in it, mate? Yeah, bloody bloody good car. Really nice to drive. Plenty of grunt. A um, little bit softer in the rear end to what I'm used to, but yeah, it just takes a bit of getting used to. But easy car to drive and very comfortable. So I'll definitely drive it again if I got the opportunity. Mm. Now your sixth driver, Ben Hearn. Who's uh, who's this young fella? Tell us a bit about him. So he's now a third generation Eagle for the Hearn name. His grandfather, I can't forget his name. Sorry, but um, used to be a Glen Eagle. Um, his his dad, Rodney Hearn, used to be a Glen Eagle. Oh, yeah. I, used to work, I was working for him when I was living in Christchurch. Um, so Ben's a young fella, come out of mini stocks, and I think this was the second or third season in a super stock built by Asher Rees while Asher was living down south, um, running a straight six Falcon. Um, but we're just, yeah, bringing him into the squad, letting him learn, um, pick up, you know, bits and pieces off us, and hopefully feed him into this Eagles team in the not so distant future. Yeah, was his granddad Terry Hearn? Yes, that's who it is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I mean, you got to you got to um, bleed in because as well as you guys that are in the team at the moment being young fellas, you got to have that. Uh, oh, except for Lloyd, eh? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, you got to have that depth, though, don't you? I mean, because anything can happen to any of you guys with a lot of championships happening these days. Um, and back to back racing and things like that, anything can happen across the uh, the season. Yeah, and you always got to have the backup. Unfortunately, last year, well, we did. Have, we had lots of teams racing planned for last season. We had the Rebels coming down home yep. for a pre-season team race, and we were going to be doing a lot of 
possibles versus probables um, interclub teams racing. So we're going to have eight cars and you know yep. do mix up the teams and get some more practice. And um, unfortunately, this season didn't really take off. But that's something we definitely are planning on doing, especially for growing the growing the teams. You know, and feeding them through. You don't, we don't want to just push them straight into the teams champs. Um, and it's kind of what we were doing for Tom Cooper. We were just bringing him in slowly. We, he would have been in our team this year, but he had other other ideas, unfortunately. And we're on to the next few young guys now to bring up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you got to do your time as sixth driver to get in the team, and just um, not end up as sixth driver elsewhere. But uh, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's the Glen Eagles up to for the uh, for the weekend, though, mate? What's uh, what's the displays happening? Because you guys normally park up and and uh, have a few quiet ones somewhere the night before or the day of, or obviously you guys don't on the day, but you have a display the day of and all that as well on a Saturday? Yeah, so we generally catch up at Rosie O'Grady's um, on the week Friday night. Yep. We have dinner there together as a team. You know, all supporters and whatnot are welcome. Um, yeah, just get, get together early, have, some, have a social buzz going on, get the flow going. Um, early night, obviously. <laughs> Unless you're Malcolm Nardo, the manager. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we won't have Malcolm for qualifying night. He sadly had a friend of his pass away yesterday, so he's at a funeral Saturday. So our manager's not even going to be there. Um, we'll still have Ricky Bolton, obviously. Um, and Sunday, yeah, first thing in the morning, we're down for at Ro- Rosie O'Grady's for breakfast and merchandise sales and whatnot before we head off to the square for scrutineering. Beauty. So Rosie's is the place to be for the Glen Eagles, and you've got T-shirts and hats and all that by the looks of your page and everything. Uh, so well and truly set up and, and good to go there. Yep, yep, all under control. Megan's got that under control. Go see the <coughs> Mad Mary's fiery missus and she'll sort you out. <laughs> she's, like, she's like your guy's mum. What's that, sorry? She's like your guy's mum. Well, she pretty much is. She organises us all and keeps us all under control yeah. to a point. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, on a, on another note, Jaden. Aside from the uh, the Glen Eagles, I've noted your name down here on the uh, the Canterbury Crushers as a sixth driver. Yeah, I'm not sure what the go is there. Neither am I, mate. Neither am I. I got named for a sixth driver, <laughs> then I've been told that they're not supposed to be taking a sixth driver. So I'm not sure what's going on there because uh, South Island Superstock champs are the same weekend. So if we're not taking a sixth driver, I'll be going to Nelson and doing that. Well, I can tell you they're taking six drivers now, so... They are? Oh, yep. there you go. South Island's is uh, up for grabs everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, well, we'll uh, we might see you there. We'll see. Yeah, yeah Hope, we'll see you there, mate. Ho- see you in the finals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, as long as we're both in the final, then I'm happy with that. I can, I can handle yeah. that. Yeah. We'll, we'll go from if there. Not, if not, we'll see each other for the boat race. Yeah, we could do that. Pumas yeah. versus Crushers boat race. Sounds good to me. Jaden, mate, get the, tro- get the trophy made up. Beauty, make it an annual thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hey, mate, you uh, you get back to working on that car, getting it to a hundred percent, so that it's ready before you turn up to the track this time, and yeah. um, go well. You're always a bloody entertainer at Team Champs, and we uh, we hope to see that uh, that happen again, mate. Yeah, mate. Eyes are on the prize. I'll be focused. I'll be ready. I'll try to put on a show for you guys. So always. Thanks for having me. You always do. Have a good one, bro. Sweet. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Have see ya. See ya. Well, that, there we go. Is Jaden Ward from the uh, Canterbury Glen Eagles, and mate, he's won the Spike Richardson before, and I feel like he's probably one of the the best teams racers out there at the moment. If you had a team of five, you'd definitely have him in there. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. So CL Sparky's been doing those um, Teams Champs things, and a lot of people have been saying now uh, they want Jaden Ward in their team, eh? Yeah, asking the other drivers some questions, yeah. and then, and then uh, yeah, as so I say, name your five or something current drivers, and yeah, a lot of them have said Jaden Ward and Ethan Rees. Yeah. Interesting one. Hey, there's not only the New Zealand, uh, the NZ Superstock Teams Championship, being the sponsor NZ, yeah. uh, 50th year of NZ as well, 20th year of sponsoring the event, but... Um, it's not only that happening this weekend, it's the Access Man New Zealand Sprint Car title happening down at Ruapuna, the 52nd running of the New Zealand Sprint Car Champs happening on Saturday and Sunday, both 6 o'clock starts. You can get your tickets online already, just go to ruapunaspeedway.co.nz, um, 6 o'clock start both nights, adults are $30, children 15 and under 5, family is 70 bucks. And uh, what's cool about this is not only is racing on Saturday and Sunday, they have got, when I can find this once again, they have got the uh, Sprint Car Front End Change Challenge. If I, that's a mouthful. Yeah. But uh, Sprint Car Front End Change Competition. It's uh, North Island versus South Island happening Friday the 3rd of February, 7pm in the uh, Ruapuna Speedway Bar. AJ Bat, of course, the great commentator down south for the open wheel racing, will be calling this um, event as well as the New Zealand title. But they're going to do a World of Outlaw style front end change on a sprint car in the bar. So that's going to be brilliant, the whole sprint car front end change. North Island versus South Island Challenge. On top of that, as I say, the New Zealand Sprint Car Championship happening. Jonathan Allard, Michael Pickens, Daniel Thomas, the list goes on, obviously. But that's obviously our um, our USA visitor and um, and uh, uh, our current 1NZ and 3NZ, you know, looking to see what Benji Snedding can do at a New Zealand title, the likes of... Uh, um, Jamie Larson and uh, Dean Cooper f- and Stephen Taylor, obviously from our area, you know, go well, boys, and uh, bring a t- bring a number to this area. But otherwise, uh, Joel Myers Jr., the other news, uh, other USA driver as well, racing in the forty six C car. It's going to be a great weekend down there for them at the New Zealand Sprint Car Championship at Ruapuna. And of course, it's the second round of the Oceania Sidecar Champs happening too. Um, and of course, uh, Pitts TV right in behind that down south as well. I think it's already this weekend. So big, uh, big weekend for the South Islanders with the open wheel and the bike racing. But the uh, the real speedway is happening, of course, at the Robertson Prestige International Speedway, the NZ Superstock Team Championship. <coughs> Cannot wait, Chris. She's going to be a goodie. Going to be a beauty. We'll see you all in the square twelve thirty Saturday. We're going to have the big screen up. We're going to have uh, myself. Mike Wilson and Malcolm Sines on the mics um, during the don't forget video hub and at the track and Kiwi Motorsport Media the only official uh, media live streamers there won't be anyone else doing live streams for the square or for the track it's just going to be all um, Kiwi Motorsport Media and of course video hub we are the official people with the the bits and pieces to do it cannot wait to bring it all to you yeah we'll see you there bring we'll it see on. you there bring it on. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.